Welcome to Shift, a college admissions ACT and SAT podcast for a changing world. I'm Tyler, the founder of Achievable, and we have an affordable ACT course that uses memory-based adaptive learning technology to get you better results in less time. You can get a free trial of our ACT course by going to achievable.me, and if you like it, the code podcast will get you 10% off. Now, let's get started. Today, we've got Randy from Jet, J-T-T Prep, on the line with us today. And Randy, if you don't mind just uh, giving a, a quick intro for people who didn't hear you last time. Absolutely. Uh, Jet Prep start, stands for Just Educational Tutoring and Testing Preparation. Um, we've been doing this for 24 years. We deal with SATs, ACTs, GREs, GMATs, LSATs. We used to do MCATs, but that's seven and a half hours on computer. We don't do it anymore. Okay, but that's who <laughs> we are. I started it 24 years ago myself. I did it all. Um, and, of course, now we have many people working for me. Our results, as I told Tyler last time, we have an average of a 1470 out of 1600 for the SAT and a mm-hmm. 34 out of 36 for the ACT. And by the way, we've been doing the ACT since 2002 because that's when Harvard started to accept it in lieu of subject tests. Great. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's just a great background. And something we touched on a little bit the last time we talked, but I think it's just becoming ever more important is mindset and mental health when it comes to these tests, right? And test anxiety. And something you said that stuck with me from last time was that it used to be that like some people had test anxiety. Now it feels like everybody has testing. Yes. Yes. Absolutely correct. And I would say in about 2004, 2005, some kids who are uh, perfectionists would come in. I call them tree people. And I'll explain that in a minute. Okay. Sure. Uh, And, they actually would come in and you notice that they had high test anxiety. And back then I uh, developed a book that was called uh, test anxiety. And I had them writing a journal down. If I gave out four of those over a five year period, it was a lot. Right. Roll forward to about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And now, COVID. yes. And now present the Average student has test anxiety. It's a rare student that doesn't. And not only does the test anxiety fall into SAT, ACT, but for some kids, it actually falls into their everyday schoolwork, believe it or not. And parents sometimes, Mm -hmm. sadly, are not even aware of it because the kids sometimes don't even share it with their parents. And that's probably... Uh, for yourself and for me and all of us in this field, a very, very difficult thing to um, handle when a parent doesn't know a child is very anxious. And there are various levels of anxiety. But in today's times, it is mind-boggling as to how many of these kids are so anxious over tests uh especially the SAT or the ACT. I tell the kids, if you're not somewhat nervous taking the exam, there's something wrong with you because Mm -hmm. you should be a little, I don't want to use the word anxious because that's the N word today, a little worried about the exam, why it does count. Number two, you've never taken an exam that really counts before. And Mm -hmm. number three, it does have bearing on your ability still today to get into the better programs and better universities. 
So we develop a two-page anxiety tip sheet uh, that because we had to develop something to help kids because they are themselves helpless. Uh, Mm -hmm. For example, grounding tips for anxiety, something else we give out, look around you, find five things you can see, four things you can touch, three, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. That's called grounding. It can help you feel like you have lost all control of your surroundings and brings you back again. And often when I tell the kids, um, taking this exam is like walking into a vault. And not to be not politically correct, but if you actually have the Central Park horses with blinders on, you are moving in. And that little woodpecker of worry or anxiousness, which not only revolves around the perfectionist, what I'll get into, or the speed, zippity, zippity, speed deemer, but also those who are concerned about how much their parents are counting on them, how much their mm-hmm. parents have spent on them. Mm-hmm. Are they going to do well? That little woodpecker, we can't even let them in the room. And right. I tell them, the woodpecker's on their shoulder. Say to the woodpecker, I know this sounds silly, but it's not. Woodpecker, you've got to stay out of the vault. Woodpeckers are not allowed in the vault. And put them in a box. (laughs) (laughs) And visually, I have the kids look at it. What kind of box is it? A blue box, a red box? Put the little woodpecker in a box, leave it outside. And the moment you walk in, like tennis players at the U.S. Open, when they walk through, they walk through a tunnel. Don't look at anybody. I actually tell the kids don't even get make eye contact with anybody the day of your exam. Why? Let's assume I meet you. Hi, Tyler. Hi, Randy. Mm-hmm. Tyler says to me, Randy, do you remember the volume of a cube? I go, what? <gasps> and I'm off to the races. Boom. The woodpecker came in unexpectedly. And I don't want mm-hmm. yours to come become mine. And so we actually go through the tips of anxiety, and we start that well before the exam because you know which kids are very anxious. What, right. do, we, what do we do in addition to that? Because let's also go to the next step. You can look at the tips that we have, and we try and find the tips, and one of them is like just touching on your middle finger because I consulted with an expert on this. Hmm. Sometimes I give them a little special rubber band that I take out of my desk that they can snap because you can bring that into the exam and get them focused. <laughs> that would hurt, but I guess, it, yeah, that will it, it, that will it, wake it, you up. Yeah, it'll take your mind off of your anxiety for the moment. Oops, stop, right? However, that sometimes doesn't work for those people with a high threshold of anxiety. We've had a lot of them. So what do we do with those students? We actually bring them in multiple times to take exams during the week over and over and over exam, not full length, portions of exams, so that they actually almost become so used to it that Mm -hmm. it actually allows their anxiety to rest. The second thing we do is make sure they understand this is only one try. And in today's times, you probably can take, you don't want to, but you can take it four times if you want to. Right. Yeah. You can take, if you take SAT and ACT, you can take 10 if you yeah. feel like it <laughs> in a year. Exactly. If you have nothing else to do with your life. Right. And so that's also something that they can understand. This is not the end all. This exam is not just it. 
There's another one. And you actually have to trick your mind. You actually have to teach your mind and pretend in your head, I'm okay. I'm just going to try the best I can. Because if you're going to try and win, you're not winning. Mm. And I always say to the kids, do not, whatever you do, follow protocol, 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 protocol. Do not do anything heroic. And don't do anything stupid during the day of the exam. Follow exactly. Right. And, and the kids also say, oh, my God, I, I need to score more. Or I need to do this. And we, by the way, know within 20 points where the kid's going to score. We're a point and a half on the ACT. And so I know they want to take leaps and bounds, but that's when they have to actually focus, focus, focus. I will say on a positive mm-hmm. note, when a kid actually crashes on these exams, and it's happened, one, I usually tell them to cancel their exam, which you can do. And number two, it never happens again. I don't know why, right. but it'll never happen again. Well, you kind of go through the worst case scenario and then you're like, okay, well, I'm alive <laughs> and I canceled my score and right. now I get to do it again and it's going to be okay, right? Like, I think that 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 is like, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I mean, honestly, it's not that bad, right? Right. Like, the absolute worst case scenario, you bomb all five or ten of your tests and then <laughs> and then you like take a gap year and <laughs> you can study some more or you find a place that's test optional to apply to, right? So it's Well, like, right. Yeah, well, you know it's it's not the end of the world. Yeah, which and, I think helps. And you know, test blind exists. So test optional, I'm sure as you know, Todd, is really not test optional anymore. Yeah, test right. preferred is yes. kind of a joking term for it. it. it, it that's absolutely correct. But I will tell you, I've had, uh, as long as you have supportive parents, and I want to go into that for a moment. I know it's not on mm-hmm. our list, but no, we, we've, had, <laughs> we've had a lot of parents that almost deny that their kids have anxiety. Right. And that is probably the more difficult students to deal with because they're there alone. They know they've sent in some cases, parents have saved money and spent it to get their kids where they need to go. And the fear of failure is more than anything else. Uh, and that's right. all that that's all and that like they letting say. their parents down. Right? Absolutely. 100 uh, percent. And that's probably a very, very difficult student. It takes my heart away, honestly, uh, because mm-hmm. they are there trying the best that they can, assuming they've done their work. Right. And the pressure on them is so enormous. Um, And so the only thing you could do is try and relieve it. And again, these practice exams, which we do that are fully proctored. And by the way, a kid came in with no pencils. We didn't provide them. A friend of his gave him a pencil, but we wouldn't because because it's a fully proctored exam. And so these exams actually help us help them because they see where they are. They see, and we actually then start to work on, again, bringing the kids in over and over again that have high test anxiety and going over, for example, um, write a note to yourself with a saying that inspires you to keep being confident, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very, close your eyes for a minute, find a sound in a room. It can be anything, focus on that sound because these kids are so pre-wired already to be anxious. We almost have to, try and undo that electrical wiring that's already there. I will right. say I will say that uh, it's a rare student that it hasn't 
also carried over into school. Right. It's in school. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's really interesting. I mean I I, I do wanna like, you know, we wanna try and keep this focus on like what you can do, right? Mm-hmm. Not so much like the overall trend, but I just it is so interesting that it's like so pervasive now. I know. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? So let's talk about that for a second since you yeah, brought yeah. it up. Okay. One, it's certainly something that if you know you have it, you should share with your instructor. Um, the there are right, well, and share with your ACT SAT tutor. And yeah, that's what I meant. Your, your instructor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sharing with your parents is sometimes difficult, but I highly right. encourage a kid to do that. It's not embarrassing. You're not alone. As I said, it's the rare student that doesn't have it. And then they have, you know, it's just the opposite now. And number two, there are a lot of things you can do to try and keep yourself focused on the exam and not let that anxiety take over. Anxiety unto itself is healthy. There's nothing wrong with it. Because as I said from the onset, you should be a little anxious over this exam. It counts. I mean, okay, you're not. There's something wrong there, but there are levels of it that are acceptable and levels that are not. Uh, For example, if you get into this exam and you're nervous, right, it's okay, but you should start calming down after you've filled out your name and your address and bubbled everything in and you open your test booklet, you'll be a little nervous, but all of a sudden you should start kicking in all your training. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't happen, I move into what we call anxiety level two. You hit the first reading passage or the English section on the ACT, and all of a sudden, even though you let the woodpecker outside, all of a sudden you go, oh, my God, I don't know what it's saying. And all of a sudden, that is what starts that anxiety to build. I tell kids, if you feel that, move on. Mm -hmm. Move on. Go to passage two. Go to passage three until that brain calms down and go, oh, I got it. If you cannot do that, your test is gone mm-hmm. because now you're off to the races. And even those, those kids who are at a level three anxiety, meaning they're looking at everything and now they're like this inside. No yeah, matter, vibrating. Yes. There's nothing they really, I'm, I'm sorry to say this, but there's nothing they're going to be able to do to regroup their exam. Mm-hmm. So I tell the kids, you know what? Do yourselves a favor. Continue the exam if you want to, just to see how you do, or hand in your test booklet. Right. But just more of a focus on not letting it get there in the first place. Yes. However, that has to happen before you sit for the exam. Now, the tips, for example, we have uh, some tips that can take your index finger and touch your thumb. Keep tapping. Right. And say to yourself, Stay present. Feeling that feeling means you're present. So feel the feeling. Number right. number two. Counting. I'm doing. By the way, for the audience, I'm yeah. doing this on over video with her. Right now. <laughs> number two. Take a deep breath in. Feel your breath in. Count to four. Let it out. Feel how cool it was going in. Let it out to count to six and feel how warm it is. And do that Mm. three, four times. And actually, what are we really doing? We're taking our brain and taking it off that anxious button 
and making it focus right. on something else, right? So that's the yeah. second thing. That thing, I, I've heard of that technique called square breaths, I think. I don't or know. Like, I think square breaths are specifically, it's like four, inhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, hold for four seconds. So it's like a that's too many se- cycle. That's too many seconds, Tyler. Too long? Exam- 14? Oh, my God. That's way too many. That's 16 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, oh my 16 God. seconds. That's way too much. Okay. There's right, no so way. a shortened version. Yeah, it's a short version. Because you want the anxious kid to try and calm themselves down. That's mm-hmm. really, we want the brain to get off of that nerve ending that's like this and move on to right. something else. And once it moves off, all of a sudden that stops, that pulsing stops. Um, and that's, again, as I said, I use a little rubber band, they're special, they're loose, snap, and all of a sudden your brain goes, ouch, that hurt. So it off right. of again, and that works as well. Uh, another thing that we also have is have on hand three reasons why this exam will not make or break your future. Right. You can retake it. Will Randy give you extra support and tutoring if you need it? Of course. Will your parents love you just the same for trying? Will you be alive, healthy, and able to take it again? It's okay. Relax. And that's right. we put on a card as well. Um, and we have take a break. I have kids stand up, look around, and then sit back down again. Anything mm-hmm. that can take your brain off of that throbbing need to be, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm not going to do well. Oh, my God, oh, my God, I can't answer it. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And that's what's important. Right. Again, part of what we do instrumentally implementing is have the kids come in over and over again because for the anxious, and again, there are two types of anxious individuals and probably more, the speed demer and the perfectionist. As I said, the perfectionist, I call a tree person. What I mean by that is the tree person, I tell Tyler, you, that you and I are going to meet at the end of the forest. And there's a path when you get there. So Tyler's a tree person. He gets to a whole bunch of trees and he doesn't see the forest. He sees every single tree and has to decide what each tree is and define what each tree is and label it, never looking down to see the path that leads him straight out. And it's not until he actually knows everything that he finds his, oh, this is a forest. That's the perfectionist. The perfectionist also has anxiety that's different than the speed beamer. Mm. So for the perfectionist, you actually have to make sure you know everything because that's what you need to go forward peacefully and calmly. Right. You you need to prepare and feel confident in your preparation. Absolutely everything. For the speed Mm. beamer, you need to learn timing. You need to not get stuck on questions because you'll never omit a question, but yes, maybe you should and learn omit policy. You can always go back and your Mm -hmm. ACT or SAT, we have a specific omit policy. We never omit anything, but that way you don't get stuck on questions because the speed demon will get stuck on questions and all of a sudden, oh my God, oh my God, I'm running out of time and zip, errors occur. And so that anxious person has to learn proper timing, making sure, and by the way, we do do this on every page. We make you put your time down so that you're aware of your Mm -hmm. time as you go. 
And it's also, I mean, the other piece of it too, with the speed, with the speedy people, um, is, you know, and it's actually probably, it crosses both the speedy people and the perfectionist people, but you're not going to get all the questions right. Right. And, and that, that I think trips a lot of people up and creates anxiety, but it's just part of the game that you're playing. Right. Right. Like, Unlike a, uh, you know, math quiz for geometry where, you know, success is getting all the questions right, getting all the questions right is an A. This is, you know, f- success for you might be you get a 1470. Right. And that's the that's the median score for Duke or something. Right, right. right. I don't actually know if that's the median score for Duke, <laughs> but just like an example. Right. And so that's what you need to get in, right? And And so what does that mean? Well, that means, you know, you can probably miss absolutely 10 to 20% maybe more of the right. questions and it's right. okay so if there's a question that you're just like what the heck what do i do with this right like and it's freaking you out just like move you can on skip it. you can get it wrong move on it's okay exactly yeah. move on we have what we call omit policy and anytime you are stuck on a question and in math let's bring math up uh, another thing that a tip that we do is you should never, ever be reading a math question twice. Now you'd say, why? Mm. Why? Because if you read it the first time and you had to read it again, it means you missed something. You didn't understand something the first time. Leave it alone. Move on. Come back to it. But don't read it again because all you're going to do is get your brain stuck in trying to figure out what did you understand the first time. And right. time is going. So get yourself mm. into the mood of just knowing when you know something, you know it. And by the way, another thing that um, we do not encourage is reviewing your questions. Mm. You should never really need to review any question unless when you, you say reviewing it. your questions, you mean on the exam, on the exam, things going that back, you've already answered. Exactly. And a lot of the perfectionists, right? That's what they want to do. They want to go back and review all their questions. You're never going to find your error. It's never Mm -hmm. happening. It's usually on an easy question anyway, and you're not going to find it. Um, So that's another thing. So those are for the perfectionists that we don't want them to do. Undoing that habit, allowing the anxiety, going back to anxiety, not to build. You don't need to do that. Secondly, Use mm-hmm. all of the time with a speed deemer. Right. They'll have 10 minutes left over. And I, my philosophy is if you get an 800, I shut my mouth. Even a 780, I'll be quiet. But if you didn't get a 780 and you had time left over, what did you do with it? Pick your nose, play with your ears. What did you do with the time? Right. And even if you go back, which you probably shouldn't do because yeah, you, you don't know not. which problems you got wrong. Exactly. And you might take a right answer and turn it to a wrong answer. Right? Exactly. Like maybe that would have been better served doing it right the first time. Exactly. And so pacing is important as well. So again, to the anxious student, which seems so prevalent today, um, there are tips that are out there that you can use uh, and certainly are available uh and of course, if anybody wants any of our anxiety tips, they just have to reach out to us, uh, you know, and uh, info at Jet Prep, and we certainly would send it to you. Yeah, no, that's very sweet. I appreciate you saying that. Of course. This has been Shift, a college admissions podcast for a changing world, hosted by Tyler from Achievable, 
with Randy from Jet JTT Prep. Uh, and you can get a free trial of Achievable's ACT course at achievable.me. And if you like it, use the code podcast to get 10% off.